Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today with John Cutchie, Deputy Director of the Office of Examination and Insurance with the National Credit Union Administration. John, thanks so much for joining me. Absolutely, my pleasure. John, I see we're coming up on your, your first anniversary. They've given you quite a year in your new office. It's been nothing short of uh, nonstop action, that's for sure. Yeah. Tell us just a little bit about yourself and your role now with the NCUA. I understand you've got a great deal of experience in the credit union industry and with the NCUA in particular. Well, at, at, at this point, I'm the E&I Deputy Director, and that uh, stands for our Office of Examination and Insurance. My uh, primary role is to, to oversee the examination and supervision function for the agency, as well as the risk management function that also resides in our uh, E&I office. Uh, I've been doing that now uh, officially for just about a year, unofficially for about a year and a half. Uh, prior to that, I was actually the re- director of risk management when the uh, economy and the mortgage market started to melt down. So I've been kind of uh, in this full bore since since really the meltdown began in, in our central office here. So, wow, you're really watching history being made in a lot of ways. Absolutely. We've actually sat down as a group, our senior management, and multiple times have made the comment that our kids are going to read about this sequence of events in history books in the future. That's exactly right. And you might be writing it. <laughs> it could be. John, what are the biggest issues that your office is grappling with this year? Our... Uh, Really, our, our top issue is and remains the corporate credit union stabilization effort. Um, beginning September or so of last year, um, my office, my staff, as well as many of the senior managers in the agency have really been focused on the corporate credit union issues, um, the distressed uh, mortgage assets that they hold, which is had a trickle-down impact on natural person credit unions as well and, and present somewhat of a, a safety and soundness concern for the industry. And uh, we've been working on a lot of different things to, to bring that to a uh, successful conclusion and to resolve the issues, um, with the most recent being the approval of uh, legislation by Congress that's actually set up a uh, temporary corporate credit union stabilization fund, which is um, for lack of a better reference, a more or less a second insurance fund that we now have established um, designed to help absorb the cost of the corporate credit union stabilization effort and, and to help space out the uh, premium assessments that uh, natural person credit unions will have to pay in, in order to, uh, to repay Treasury for the stabilization fund. That, that would be our number one priority at the moment. Um, followed by a close second with, uh, quite honestly, the natural person credit unions. Though they weren't originators of the troubled mortgages and assets that are now out there kind of choking the industry and and the financial markets, um, they are players in it. They purchase um, mortgage-backed assets that have these uh, loans as collateral, and that's really a, a large part of what the corporate credit union problem is right now. And honestly, just the general economic situation um, is going to have a residual impact on credit unions as a whole. So we're seeing stress at this point, some decline in net worth strength, 
some uh, operating losses, but uh, the best thing the industry's got going for it, to be quite honest with you, Tom, is they started this whole process with an all-time high level of net worth at just about 11%, and it's still at this point over 10%, which is still 300 basis points higher than what we consider uh, a well-capitalized institution. That's very good. John, if you step away from the safety and soundness for a minute, the economic conditions, what do you find to be the top regulatory challenges for your credit unions this year? Hmm. Um, I guess the number one has been for the last couple of years and and largely remains in place would be the Bank Secrecy Act issues. Um, It continues to get a lot of attention in relation uh, particularly to uh, the anti-terrorist efforts that go on um, both nationally and internationally. So that's an area of focus that we continue to stress here at NCUA. Uh, the SAFE Act, the, the act that basically is establishing uh, a mechanism to register uh, mortgage brokers uh, and mortgage originators around the country is something that, that we're rolling out at this point that also um, is, is one of our challenges and focuses at this point in 2009. And uh, quite honestly, just general IT security. It, it remains a growing issue um, as more credit unions rely on the Internet to deliver uh, electronic services to their members. It, it creates more and more vulnerabilities and, and potential areas of risk for the industry. So it is something we put a lot of resource and time into as well. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned BSA. You're the first regulator that has singled that out particularly. Is it an educational and an awareness challenge for you with the credit unions? Um, largely, yes. Um, you know, credit unions traditionally have been an industry with uh, fairly tight fields of membership where uh, management has traditionally known every member that walks in the door. Um, but that's no longer uh, the case, per se. Uh, over a quarter of all credit unions right now are what we call community charter institutions. So they're, who comes in as potential members? It's a much wider and diverse group of people now. Uh, so there's more emphasis placed by us on that particular area. And quite honestly, BSA is a challenge for um, NCUA uh, to regulate simply because a lot of our institutions are smaller in size and don't necessarily have the same level of uh, expertise and the uh, same amount of resources to pour into the BSA process as uh, larger credit unions and banks would. So um, there's always a regulatory challenge with this um, that's created for us and will continue to be something that, that will continue to be a focus for us. Now, John, one of the things that the NCOA has started examining over the last year has been the identity theft red flags rule compliance. Now, given what your examiners have seen out in the field, what's your sense of what's working in terms of compliance and what still needs work? Um, I guess the, the biggest thing um, still remains just basic um, computer literacy and and update and maintenance by credit unions, just basic things like keeping fireware, fireware, uh, firewall software up to date. I mean, that's a classic example. Um, 
a lot of times when we go out into institutions, they don't necessarily have all of the current patches for their firewalls installed or um, their Internet security software. So just really, um, you know, at the most basic level, keeping a focus on that type of an issue, um, maintaining trained staff in the credit unions is another issue. Uh, we spend time looking at the human engineering issue for ID theft, um, the concept that um, the, the staff of a credit union knows who they're talking to on the other end of the phone, that there are security measures taken to identify callers who are looking for account information. So the human engineering side, maintaining their current um, or their, their software as current as possible with updates and patches are probably two of the things that, that we note the most. It sounds like generally the challenges of dealing with institutions where you've got people wearing multiple hats and information security is one of them. Exactly, and, and that comes down to um, you know, the size and the sophistication of the institution as well. As, again, most many of our credit unions are smaller in size, and exactly as you just said, they wear multiple hats. Um, so, and yet they offer the same type of advanced web services that a much larger institution would offer. So really it's an educational process as much as anything between our examiners and credit unions to, to make sure that they're, they're securing their information and data to the full extent possible. Now, one of the topics at the NCOA board, and I know Gigi Highland was very outspoken on last year, was vendor management. How have the credit unions responded to the call for improving vendor management? I think that continues to be um, an area of focus and emphasis for us and will continue to be as well. Um, they, the, the institutions themselves have taken the information that we've provided and the direction seriously. Uh, credit unions, though, continue to grow in their sophistication and and their complexity as far as the types of services that they're they're offering their members. And a lot of this requires third parties and outsourcing. So it continues to be a challenge for credit unions to have the time to do the proper level of due diligence, not just up front when you're starting the program, but ongoing maintenance of contract reviews, um, looking at the financial strength of the institutions and the vendors that they're using. Um, and, and just the, the general structure of the relationships, those are things that continue to be challenges for, for credit unions and us during the examinations to continue to emphasize that area. Now, John, given what you know now, what do you expect to be the top regulatory issues as credit unions go into 2010? That's a good question. Um, I think one of the, the, the top priorities is going to, or top issues is going to be uh, reforming the corporate credit union system. Uh, it's something that we've actually already started, but due to the size and the complexity of that issue, it's something that will definitely go and move into 2010 as well. Um, we're focused right now on trying to get a, uh, a proposed rule out in the 2009 timeframe and get it into the public's hands for review and comment but it's something that I really don't anticipate or expect would be completed until the 2010 period. And that has implications for not only corporate credit unions, but it also has implications for natural person credit unions, because since natural person credit unions basically make up the membership of the corporates, um, it's up to them um, 
to to basically they're the ones that are going to be most impacted by whatever we implement in terms of regulation in that area, whether it's capital requirements for the corporate credit union system, where a natural person credit union is going to have to make the decision on whether they increase or they maintain their level of investment and support of the corporate. Do they increase it? Do they decrease it? Uh, what level of services they're comfortable with using in the new corporate structure? So that's probably one of the biggest things that um, everyone's kind of anxious to see going into to 2010. Um, the other one is not necessarily a direct impact at this point, but it's going to have a direct impact on NCUA, which will ultimately result in some form of an impact on credit unions. Is uh, the whole discussion that's going on right now related to um, a, a new consumer compliance agency that's been making headlines? Uh, the president discussed it in his news conference last night on national television, and, and that has a direct impact on NCUA as well as we're responsible for consumer compliance in the, uh, the credit union industry. Uh, we've already got several staff in our central office who are dedicated to the consumer compliance function, and we also have um, numerous examiners around the country that specialize in consumer compliance. But, but we are looking to support this initiative on a national basis, um, so that's something that we'll continue to um, that we'll continue to monitor here at NCUA and and implement whatever changes and adjustments are needed in order to be uh, supportive of this national initiative. Now I know that one of the issues that the NCOA has had is just having enough examiners to do the examinations, which which leads me to a final question: What do you see as your office's main challenges? in helping the credit unions address these issues that you've outlined for next year? Um, actually, you, you really led into it with, with one of the main issues. Um, staffing and resources is our, is our biggest challenge right now. Um, as the economy stays in the level of recession that it's been in, the longer it goes, the longer the um, mortgage market stays in the level of stress, um, the more difficult it is for all financial institutions to produce uh, high levels of, of performance and results, and, and credit unions are no different than that. So the longer uh, the recession lasts, the more stress there is on credit unions, um, the more supervision and oversight that will be needed by NCUA. So really um, placing our resources that we have in the institutions that are feeling the highest levels of stress, identifying those institutions timely, and and really working closely with them to resolve their problems, so that so that at the end of this whole process, the credit union system remains as robust as it was when it went in. That's really one of our biggest challenges now as we go into 2010. Well, John, I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you very much. Absolutely, my pleasure. We've been talking with John Cutchy of the NCUA. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.